All right, so uh, this morning, you know, Larry and Cheryl is they're going and they're going to be going back to Argentina uh, tomorrow, right? They're going to be getting on the airplane and leaving and going back down. Uh, so we're going to be praying for them at the end. Also, Jack and Hannah, they've been here with us for five weeks and living in our house. So they are needing lots of prayer after living with me for five weeks. It's rough, you know. Uh, but it's been great. Um, um, and but we wanted Jack to come and share this morning uh, with us uh, because it's such an honor. Uh, for those who don't know, Jack and Hannah are uh, leaders in the underground church in China. And they are just... When I went to China uh first time, the thing that I was so impressed with there was the leaders the most. Because in China, unlike the Western world, if you're a leader, you pay the highest price. You're the ones that they're gonna really go after. You don't it's not like you get any glamour or you know, you get opposite. And they are the best servants that I know, honestly. They got the greatest servant hearts and and so we want to Ask Jack to come out here and, and tell us something. And here's the thing. You will get this impartation uh, from them, okay? This is what you need to do. You need to open your heart because they have something to give us that we don't really carry real strong in us. And I realized something with them being around me. I realized it was this thing, this hunger in me for something that started rising uh, like never before. And I finally connected with being around them is the spirit of the Lord that's on them. The mantle that God has on their life is starts affecting you, and I believe, and I, you'll see what it is. Uh, come on, Jack, and everybody. Listen, and, and Hannah said she might say something too. Hopefully, so let's give Jack a big hand. And he can speak really good English. When I was over there, he did all my interpreting, so I had a great, a great old time with him. Lord bless him. And he's the same age as uh, my my daughter Grace, believe it or not. So he could actually be, he could actually be my son. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I uh, really actually enjoyed my time uh, with Pastor Barry and the Becky, and uh, just you know this trip has been a blessing to uh, not only to me but also to my family as well. Uh, just forgive my English. Sometimes uh, I will speak some Chinglish, and <laughs> if. Uh, if you don't understand, you can come and ask me, so I will explain more. So, uh, you know, like, uh, my name's Jack, and does everyone believe this book? Yeah. Does everyone know this book has power? Yeah. Does everyone know this is not a book? Yeah. This is life, right? Yeah. Okay. That's important, because uh, this morning, I just share a little bit about, you know, the power of this book. The power of this word, you know, the power of the word of God. It's very important because this book, it's changed my life. This book changed my nation. And this book is going to change lots of people's life. We know that, right? So, uh, if, like, uh, we may, we can, you know, read, uh, like, uh, uh, some scriptures from this book. It's from the Romans chapter 1, uh, verse 16. A very easy, a uh, very easy chapter. Yeah, <laughs> actually, yes. Don't think it's so compli- complicated, you know. <laughs> All right, uh, in the in the Romans chapter one, you hear uh, chapter one verse sixteen says, "I am not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God for the salvation of everyone who believes, 
first for the Jews and then for the Gentiles, right? So that's that's here talk about you know the gospel. The gospel is what is the power of what the power of our God. I mean, this is the gospel. This is the the whole book. This whole book is the gospel. The word of God is power. I mean, it's not like a contains power. It is the power. And so, and this why I said that maybe like you know says you know how that going to relate to me? But you know I don't know. But right now I just tell you how the power of God, how the power word relate to my life. How the power power of the Lord, you know, the power of this word changed my mindset. Completely, from an atheist, not kind of like an atheist, you know, and being brainwashed into a follower of Christ. So uh, today, I just like to share, you know, several points about this power of God. And first, I'm going to share about like how the power of the Word changed my life, changed my mindset. And also, I'm going to share about like how the power of the Lord is changing my nation. Maybe you think, oh, you you come from China, it's a communist nation, it's never get changed. But I will tell you later how the power of has changed my nation, and also, and also, you know, I'm going to tell you a little bit like you know, like the power of the word walked me through different like situations and also persecutions. And my last point is like when you preach the power of the word, when you preach the gospel, the word of God will be revealed in your life. You will see, not only hear, not only read, you will see. The word of God is revealing in your life, in other people's life. So the first, I just want to let you, you know, let you know, like you know, the power of God changed people's mind. Like you know, in the in the Second Corinthians, they talk about like you know, right? We're battling. We're we're not battling with the flesh, right? We're battling of the mindset, right? We're going to take a captive of of the of the mindset and bring to submission to God. So that's that's the word. You know, that's the word can only do that. So I just remember when I was. When I was very young, when I was like six years old, my mother was the first believer in my family, actually. And at that time, I mean, like we're from the rural area, from the village, and no people, you know, whole whole area, there's no church. That was 1988. So China was just open, you know, to the outside world. Like no church in the surrounding area. There's a church, uh, of course, you know, it's not a building. It's in the, it's in the people's house. And we have to walk like two hours every Sunday morning in order to go to that service. So that's, you know, that's kind of like a situation, the, uh, the, the circumstances I was growing up. And sometimes we have to go there very early because we don't want to let people know we're Christians. Otherwise, we'll be in trouble. So that's, that was a situation back to the 1980s that was in China. That's what happened in my village. So uh, I was very like, you know, I was fully, actually, you know, at that time devoted to the Lord. And, uh, and I enjoyed with walking with my mom to that church like two hours. doesn't matter, like raining or snowing. So I was enjoying that because, because you know, like uh, the, the word, you know, just like kind of like encouraged me and also encouraged my family to go to that church uh, to, have a, to have a worship. It doesn't matter the situation, how, how hard the situation was. You know what happened? Like... Uh, like several years later, once I get to the school, everything just changed. But first, you will understand in China, we only have like a one school system, which is the public school system. There's no like a private school. There's no Christian school. There's no like homeschooling. You cannot do that. There's only one school system. So once I went to the school, everything just changed. My mindset being changed, being watched by the whole school system. 
and because the school taught me, like you know, Christianity it's the imperialist, and also you know, Christianity it's it's superstitious, and it's the crunch for the weak people. So that's what I got from the from you know from the from school, and also I believe that because in China we respect the teachers, we we consider their like their words as authority. So when I respect the teacher, so I believe the teacher. And ten years later, you know, one time, like I argue with my mom. My mom like asked me, Jack, oh, it's time for communion. Please confess your sin and take the bread. I says, No, mom, I'm not a sinner. I didn't make. A, I didn't, you know, like I'm a good people. So why have to confess my sin to this Lord? And like a, a year later, I think two years, uh, two years later, I dropped off from the high school. And my mom just came, uh, just said like, Jack, you can just go to the, the the training center, Christian training center, to serve the Lord. I said, Mom, you're kidding. Like, serve the Lord, it means poor. Serve the Lord, it means persecuted. Serve the Lord, it means like you know, it means don't have a bright future. Because because at that time, you know, persecution was very like big, and plus, you know, my mindset being changed, being like washed away by the atheist. So I was like, I was arguing with my mom. I was like, kind of like battling with my mom. I said, "Mom, look at you serve the Lord faithfully, but you are just looking down by the societies. And look at your sister serve the Lord faithfully. And hey, she has a home. She cannot go back to her home, even persecuted by her like uh, I don't know brothers. And her brothers beat him, beat her like uh, very brutally because about their faith. Because because her brother think you know it brought like a shame and humility to the family." So I was ashamed of the gospel, but the Bible talk about you know. But Paul says I'm not ashamed, but I was ashamed. Why? Because my mindset totally changed. Totally changed by that. So I didn't want to live a persecuted life. You know, I want to change my life. I want to live a better life. You know, I said like, Mom, your God is powerless. Don't don't try to convert. Like, don't try to persuade me to go to this Bible school to serve a poor God. So that was me. That was me, but you know the word of God has power. The word of God has power. So uh, I like uh, my mom couldn't answer my question. My mom just told me, says Jack, go to a city, find your auntie, because your auntie shared the gospel to me. I says okay. I felt I felt like nothing to do, so I went to the city. So my my auntie like just pulled out the Bible and sitting with me, I don't know, for three hours and read lots of scriptures to me. I says like auntie, you're a kidding. I don't believe this book has power. My auntie just used like all the like the scriptures she can think, you know, from the Bible and trying to persuade me to serve the Lord. I said, like, auntie, like I haven't touched this Bible for ten years. Like you know, this book I'm only interested on the chapter one, Genesis chapter one, because I consider it as a fairy tale. In China, in the history, we have the same fairy tale as Genesis chapter one. You know, we 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 had a God in China who created heaven and earth too. So. I thought that's superstitious. It's like you know, it doesn't work on me. So one day there was a preacher came. This preacher was only I don't know, five years old than me. And this preacher was very funny. I slept with this preacher together. You know, in China it's very common actually. Okay, don't think you know uh, different. Okay, uh, uh, in China it's very common. Uh, back to that time. And that, that preacher, like every night, that preacher was praying, was singing, and was kind of like, you know, I don't know, just do actions. I was thinking, oh, this guy's weird, you know. <laughs> like middle of night, and he was doing that. 
I think, what kind of power, you know, just like make this guy, it's, it's a man, you know, make a man doing that. So I was like, I, was, I didn't understand, but I was amazed by that. So one day this man just invited me to go to the church. And I went to the church. I was so disappointed because the whole church, they're sitting the old people. There's only two young people. One is that preacher, one is me. So this, like, this preacher, she invited me, says, like, uh, you know, just like, kind of like, says, yes, you know, it is a crunch for the weak people. Yeah. So, like, uh, my mind is still, like, it doesn't believe, you know, God doesn't believe this Bible, didn't believe this Bible at that time. So this preacher, uh, I still remember, you know, that's even as 15 years ago, I still remember that. The, uh, he's, he's given a sermon on the Beatitudes, and he asked me to read and also to share. It's like, <laughs> kidding, you know, I have no idea about the Beatitudes. And... Uh, Okay, he read it and he shared with the people, and every people just amazed by his word. And this preacher only have like a less than like a middle school education, meaning only like graduate from elementary. So I was amazed. I said, "Why I can't read it, but I don't have any understanding on it? Why this guy and doesn't have any education background? But I can I explain this word well? And even the old people they understand it. They can like nod their heads, agree with it." So I was like so amazed by that. And this man also encouraged me to read the Bible. I said, whoa, okay. Maybe the Bible has some power in it. So I, was, I started to read the Bible. And the Bible was rare back at that time. Uh, I don't know where did they find the Bible. So they gave me one small Bible. So I was reading from the four Gospels once I read it. And the Lord just like, you know, just moved in my heart. I talked with my auntie. I said, auntie, uh, you told me like, you know, there's a training center in this area. I want to go there. So my auntie is taking me to the training center. And in the training center, the things just changed me. Because this is a very small one. They only have like 16 people. And some people, they're, they're younger than me. Some people, they're older than me. You know what happened? The younger people, they're serving me. And it never happened before in my whole life. I mean, when I was in the public school, you know, the, the people, they only mocking me sometimes because of my belief. But these younger people, they're serving me. I mean, my mother's trying to use the bamboo stick and beat me, asking me to respect people. It didn't work. But these younger people, I don't know why. They're serving me. So they say, like, read the Bible. The Bible is the answer. So I was amazed by that. I said, okay, wow, this, this Bible has some power, has some, like, a magic trick behind it. Otherwise, you know, my mother trying to use the bamboo stick beat me very, like, brutally and uh, trying to let me to respect people, but it never, it never worked on me. But this book, you know, this book, why does this book have this power? So I was amazed about that. And, you know, all these things I put together. So I was starting to read the Bible. And I used, like, less than a month to finish the whole Bible reading. Like, you know, I was planning, like, 50 chapters a day because I want to know what, what, is, what is behind this book. What is the power behind this book? You know what happened? After I just finished the Bible reading, my life just changed. I prayed to the Lord. I said, Lord, this is not only a book. This is not contains life. This is life. This is life. This is real. This is like, a, like, you know, the Bible says the word became flesh. It's real. It's alive. So that, that the life can change people's life. It changed my life that night. So it is the Bible. Changed my life. You know why I'm passionate right now about, the, you know, doing the, doing, the, doing, the, doing the training? Because in China, we have like a thousand, a thousand young people that are like me. I mean, they grew up from the Christian family. But once they go to the school, their mind is just washed. 
they, they won't believe the Lord anymore. They will give up their faith. So that's why we need the Word of God to change this second generation. Otherwise, you know, there's no hope. There's no hope on the education. There's no hope on the government. There's only hope in this Bible. Only the Bible can do that, right? And also, the Word of God, the power of God, not only changing my life, it is changing my nation. It is changing my nation. Because, you know, because we know, you know, in the Bible, you know, Luke, it says like, you know, Luke 1, 20, 20, well, 37 says like, nothing is impossible with God, right? Because that's the power of God. And also, uh, this morning, uh, this brother just gave me a confirmation. He says, not by might, nor by power. No, but no, nor by what? I forgot. Not by might, nor by, nor by, yeah, but by the what? By the Spirit, right? It's by the Word of God. It is by the Word of God. Sixty years ago in China, when the communists took over and they shut down the church, they put the pastors in the prison. Some pastors, you know, you know they're in the prison for 20 years. I know you heard about the watchman Nee. He died inside the prison. So, like, uh, they kicked out all the Western missionaries. And Chinese Christian, in, at that time, there's only like 700,000 Christian believers. And one of the leaders said, like, uh, 10 years later, if the Chinese people wanted to read the Bible, go to the museum, go to the National Museum. What's that mean? It means like uh, in the whole China, there will be one Bible just put in the museum. So that's the leader said. You know what? Right now, 60 years later, in China, we have 70 million believers. We have 70 million believers. So that is like 100 times increasing, right? That is the power of God. It is the power of God. Who can do that if it's not the power of God, right? Who can do that? I mean, they're going to, I mean, during the Cultural Revolution, they're just burning the Bible, and they put the, I mean, they just like put the Christians and the pastors, even the pastors from the state church, from the government church, they put them in front of people. They start to mock me. If it's not the power of God, who can change this nation? No people can do that. It's only by the power of God. It is changing my nation. I mean, it's like a hundred times increase. I think uh, that's the biggest miracle you know, in, in this world. And not only, we know, we know, you know, not only, I mean, actually it's, it's common, it's normal, because in the Bible, the Nineveh, the whole big city, you know, Jonah just went there, just three days, I mean, like one day, I don't know, maybe like, a, it's a three days journey, I just used one day and preached the word of God. The whole city being changed, right? So it's happening in the Bible, it's happening today. So it's happening in China, it's, it's going to happen in this country too. Everywhere. So that's the power of God. It's going to, it's not only going to, I mean, it will change this nation. It will change my nation. I have that strong faith in this word of God. And also, and also, like uh, the Bible talk about, you know, changing the nation. It's not, it's not, it's like someone depends on the chariots, someone depends on the horse, right? But we're going to depend on who? God, the name of the Lord, the word of God, right? So I consider, you know, the chairs and the horse, they're a government and also they're like, a, I don't know, their education system. We cannot depend on that. And China failed on the education. So, so, I mean, education cannot change people's morality, but the word of God can change people's morality. And the power of God also can change this nation's morality as well. So that's the power. And also the power of God walked me through lots of persecutions. As you know, as the, as the Psalm uh, 23 talk about, like you know, David says, like you know, though I walk through the valley, the death, but the valley of shadow of death, right? I will fear no what evil, because 
because God is with us. God is with us. So I remember like uh, one day, and Hannah and I we were we were sharing the gospel in uh, in, in some like uh, some city, and we were there, and it was like uh, middle middle night. You know, we, we we heard a bang, bang, bang. People just knocking our our door. You know, we we were afraid because it was like almost one o'clock in the morning. So who was going to do that? It, it was like a. It was in the winter time. It was so cold. Who was going to knock my door? And Hannah says, "Like, oh, maybe it's a robbery. We need to call 911. You know, you need to find the police to come to rescue us." So he says, "Oh, maybe not. Maybe it's the brother sisters. You know, they need help." But says, "No, we're our phone. We just like turn our phone on. You know, if they they need help, they can call us." So I was afraid to open the door, and uh, I don't know. It took us like I don't know 20 minutes. The, the knocking is still bam, bam, bam. So finally, I turned on the light, I reached to the to the door and uh, through the pier home, and I see the police standing there. So the police just yell at me, open the door. I know you are behind the door. So okay, I don't have any choice. Looks like so I opened the door, and uh, there was not only one. There are like a ten plus hiding in the corner, just rushing to the apartment. So they just like uh, taking everything. Like about you know the Bibles, the CDs, you know, my computers, everything away, and with them they 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 also uh, like separate separate Hannah and I because they don't want to uh, make the same story, you know. So they separate us like in a different interrogation room. You know what happened? Before I tell you the truth, before I heard in the bam bam bam, we were afraid. We don't know what will happen. But once they rush into, they take us to the interrogation room. The calm, the peace just came from the Lord. So one time I talk, I, I ask like you know, a, kind of like a, a other believers, you know, other like uh, Christians. They're, they're they're older Christians. They're they're mature Christians. I ask them, oh, I just like because sometimes I feel guilty about that because like why I'm so afraid because when I hear about you know testimonies, they're all not afraid, you know. Why I'm so afraid? So they and I I talk with them. It's like Jack, you know what? Like before we get caught, we all worry about it because you know we don't know what will happen. But once we get caught, we know the result. So we know what will happen. That's the peace. That's the peace of the Lord. That's the calm from the Lord that comes. So that's the word, you know. That's the word because in the Bible, Jesus said, like, when you get caught, when you take to the authorities, don't think about, like, who you're going to talk about. Don't think about the words you're going to talk about because the Lord will give you the word you're going to see. So that's the word. That's the, that's the, that's, you know, that's the confirmation. That's the peace. It's from, it's from the word of God. It's not like, you know, from, like, from other places. So that's you know that that's when you uh, when the word of God actually the power of God watched walked me through lots of persecutions. This is only one, and also I have several uh, stories. Uh, but my last point is like uh, when we preach the gospel, the word of God, we will see the word of God. We not only like you know read it, we will see it by your eyes. You can see clearly. That's that's the miracle, you know. That's that's it, it's happening. It's not. Some people talk about it's only happening in Acts. No, I mean it's happening today. But when you preach the word of God, you know, because in the book of Mark, uh, in the, in the book of Mark, uh, I just turned to the the book of Mark. It says like you know, uh, seventeen. It says like, and these signs will accompany those who believe in my name. They will drive out demons. They will speak in the new tongues, and they will pick up snakes with. With their hands, and when they drink deadly poison, I it will not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on the sick, and they will get well. 
So that's the Bible talk about. You know, when you carry, when you carry the word of God to other people, so when you preach the word of God, and you will see this power, and the power of God will revealed in your life. And I remember, like one day, uh, I went to a minority area. Uh, it's an ethnic group. They had a big meeting, and we felt like this place is pretty secure. Why? Because you had to take a boat, and the boat will take you like a, you know, like one hour. And uh, you have to go upstream, you know, to uh, I don't know one hour a place. This this whole whole village, they're believers because because like hundred years ago, uh, they're like uh, the, the 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 missionaries from the U.S. from the from the from England uh, bring the seed to the to the whole whole village. So the whole village, they're believers. And in order to host this conference, they slaughter like five pigs, you know. They slaughter five pigs in order to host this conference. So we thought like, wow, this is a secure place because I mean, like uh, in our back, it's a mountain. And the front, it's a river, so it's a fortress, right? And no police will come. So we were so happy. We got like a thousand believers at that time. You know, we were saying loud. We were just praising the Lord. And the last day, and the police came. <laughs> so like uh, during the during the preaching, during, we're, we're just giving a sermon. You know, and uh, and uh, and uh, like a lady, a sister, just rushed to us. Just like you got to go, <laughs> you got to go right now. You know, they're coming. They're searching. They're searching this village. So it was kind of like, it was like almost 7 o'clock afternoon, you know. Like there was no place to go. There's no transportation. You cannot take the boat, right? Because the, 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 the river is sealed by then, so you cannot go there. And there's only one. It's the mountain trail. So it says like, they, they ask us, says, Jack, just go hiding you know, like in, behind that hill. So if there's clear, uh, we will let you know. You can come back. We still can take a water boat, and that's easy. Okay, we've been there, I don't know, for several hours, I think like two or three hours, and no people showed up. I was just like, uh-oh, that's, that's a big trouble. Maybe the whole village people being caught. So we're right now in nowhere, in the middle of like this valley. So where, 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 where can we go? Just like we think about that, and uh, there's a group of people came, past the words, just like, oh, we have to cross over this mountain tonight. And we have to, I mean, that's a mountain, it's not a hill. Very big, very big mountain, and also there's only one trail, and th- th- this is a river, very like a ferocious river, and this is a cliff. So yeah, we had to pass that. You know what happened that night? The moon was so bright. You even don't have to use the torch. I mean, it, it, it wasn't it wasn't the right time for the moon actually. It was so bright, and we just walked like you know walked walked past that cliff like one hour joyfully. And we were just enjoying the nation, you know, the nature, enjoying the creation of God. You know what happened? Once we passed that cliff, and the moon just get dim, so we have to use the flashlight in order to pass other, you know, the the, the big road. So that night we walked like I don't know the whole night in order to find our next like a rescue place. So that's the Lord. That's the Lord. That's the Lord. You will see. You will see the miracles. You know. You will see the word of God. And also we have we have another testimonies you know in our have just happened in our training center in our school. Just as I mentioned, like in China, we have like thousands thousands of young people. They're like me, you know. They they grew up from the Christian family, but you know their mind being brainwashed, their their mindset being changed by by the worldly view, by the by the atheist. But there was one girl, and she wasn't a believer. Went to our training center, and uh, this girl, uh, her name is Anna. She went to the training center, and uh, uh, her parents introduced her to go there. So 
she was so disappointed. She thought, wow, it's a school. There are lots of people, you know, they're studying well. It's only six people <laughs> first. So she was so disappointed. And she even disappointed on the second day in the morning because these young people, they're crazy in talking to the air. I mean, they have to wake up like at 5.30 in the morning talking to the air. So she has to join these crazy people. So she thought, what happened to these young people? What are they talking to? Not to me. They're talking not to each other. What are they talking to? She thought we're crazy. You know, one month later, the word of God just changed her. And she joined us. And she talked into the air too. <laughs> so that's what that's the power of God, right? That is the power of God. So that is the power of God. You know, like we don't do it. I mean, it is the word of God that changed this young girl's life. And two years later, this young girl and become a full time minister, become a full time worshiper. Uh, in a local church. So that's the word of God. Uh, that's the power of God. So that's why, you know, come here, you know, I want to just share about the power of God. We we know, I mean, even in our nation, I mean, it's an atheist nation. It's a very, kind of like, I don't know, the communist regime is very strongly, you know, you still have persecutions. But I believe this power of God is going to, I mean, it changed my life and also it's going to change my nation well. Even we, right now, we have 70 million believers. But we still have like 1.3 billion non-believers in China. So that's why sometimes we want to come to the church and share about, you know, this vision, this compassion. And uh, this is why, because in the Bible, in the Corinthians, we talk about like we are one body. You know, we're, doesn't matter you are American, I'm Chinese. We are brothers and sisters, right? We're in one family. So it doesn't matter like, you know, you're white, black, or I'm, I'm yellow. We're just one brother. We're just like one family, right? We're just one family. So we're just one family. We're brothers and sisters. And we have to, we have to carry this word, carry this gospel you know, to, to the unreached area, either in this nation and also in, the, in, in the China as well. You know, if you don't do it, I tell you the truth in China, what happened right now? If you, I mean, it's, it is a golden age right now. You know, China opened a lot. So the Mormons, they're, doing, they're, doing, they're, they're going to help us do it. Right. I mean, 10 years ago, they went to China. I mean, right now, they were, they were like a professors, you know, in the, in the universities. They're trying to use their, like, a mindset, evangelize our young people. So if you don't do it, if we don't do it as a Christian, and the Jehovah Witnesses would do it. They were in China for 20 years. They were well built in China. I remember one time I went to a, like, I went to the village, a remote village, you know. This village, we have to walk, I don't know. We have to, we have to, first we have to get a train. After train, we have to take a bus. After bus, we have to take a, uh, a tractor. After tractor, we have to walk. I mean, it's real. You have, even in that place, and we, when they share the gospel, we ask, oh, yeah, yeah, we heard that gospel several years ago. Okay, well, tell me about the gospel. He says, okay, I found out, no, it's not a gospel. It's the cult. It came from the States. So if we don't do it, brothers and sisters, you know, the cults in the States, they're going to do it. Uh, they're going to do it. They're going to, they're going to evangelize our people. I mean, they're going to turn the people to against God. But as, as the brothers and sisters, you know, I invite you to join with me, to pray for me, and to pray for me, because we, we, we know the power of God will change, will change that nation, will make that nation, you know, to a godly nation. nation. Will let the righteous arise in that nation, and also I believe the power of God will, you know, will change this nation as well. It doesn't matter your struggle with your president or your struggle with his care, but it doesn't matter. But we know God is in control. 
God is in, in country in communist. God is in country in this country as well. So, just thank you so much for for uh, for this opportunity. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, Lord. Um, I just we've had a great time with Hannah and Jack. Hannah, do you want to say something really quick? Yeah, just come greet and aren't these guys awesome? They're amazing. Wow, I'm so overwhelmed. <laughs> I just feel God is here. And his power never leaves us. He's waiting there. Do you know we we are here when we open to him, when we let him work, his power will just release, will show to us. We will see that. And you know, in China we experience that. We we you know, every day we experience his power, his miracles. Why here I know his power is is here too. So you know, uh, this this trip is very special to us, and uh, we experience a lot, and uh, we learn a lot. And it's special when we come to this church. With Jack and I, we said, we are so, you know, we didn't even didn't talk very well, but we feel we are so free, so open. And not because I know you well or you know me well, because God knows us and have the same spirit working among us. And... Uh, so I, I'm so thankful. I have a place when I come to United States. I have a place I can rest spiritually, can refresh. And, uh, you know, this is such a blessing from God. He prepared this church for us <laughs> to come. And, uh, yeah, and especially Barry and Becky, we know them. Uh, but every I was here two years ago, and this is my second time. So every time I came, I just feel you, they just treat us so well. They give us a special treat. And I talked with my leader. I said, okay, they took, last time, they took, uh, I said, Baron Becky took us to, no, no, Baron, Baron didn't go. <laughs> yeah. Becky and uh, Melissa and uh, Sherry, yeah, we for us to go to the beach, went to the beach. My, my leader said, this, they give you such an uh, honor and such a uh, uh, a treat to you. I said yes because <laughs> they I, I I just uh, I just love here and this time too you know they took they got they took us to the you know the discovery place for for Ethan and uh, they have the 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 movie this uh, <laughs> was my first time MX yeah well we just oh that's such a good experience you know we just uh, we know. Not only here in this church, not only the spiritual part, but also the, 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 our physical. You, know, you just, um, I know God gave us this retreat through you. So I, I, I don't know what to say, but just, uh, just uh, it's such a great time we are, we are here. And we know God will just prepare us to be, the, you know, we are already in one family. So we work, we walk, we work, we ministry, we just do the serve the Lord. We hold hands, you know, step by step, we're just waiting and uh, serving him, waiting for God, Jesus, come back. That's our job here. Thank you. Awesome. Um, you guys can just sit down up front. I, I really, I woke up this morning and thought about the privilege that we have of what God has done at River Life with missions. It is just, it's like a perpetual thing happening all the time. People coming, 
people going. And I thought about this morning with Jack and Hannah um, getting ready to go out and Larry and Cheryl, that we're just ascending church. Isn't that a blessing? And God's just put that in our lap. But this morning I particularly felt like um, we have an opportunity to sow in financially to China this morning. Um, We've sown heavily um, in lots of nations, but I feel like this morning to give you an opportunity because these guys are going back. They've given up their home where they were in um, in Kunming, and they will be. They're going to another city where they're gonna. What they do is they give up all everything. They don't keep anything, so they have to go to another city city and set up again. They're going to be doing another uh, training center, which are these mini Bible schools. That's what they do. It's how they can do this without really being caught. Um, so I want to ask you to open up your heart um, and, and sow into China this morning, if you would. Um, we're going to take up another offering, and I believe this will help them go and get set up, and it won't be a burden on them, and um, that we can also practically give. Anything you give really helps them. And I also want to encourage you with this, that China is wide open field for anybody who wants to go on the mission field and feel that the Lord is calling you this way. You can go and set up in an apartment and have an instant ministry of training. They have people on waiting list that want to be trained. So I just, when I, since I've gone, that is something that's been heavy on my heart, is to really try to encourage others to go to China and to serve. So, um, and we want to pray, if that, y'all come on up and start, because we're going to also, I want to give you a minute to get that through, but we also are sending Larry and Cheryl back to, China, to Argentina. Is this not amazing? Sending Jack and Hannah to China, Larry and Cheryl to Argentina today, and uh, it's, just, it's just incredible. So, just go ahead and start. So, thank you, Lord. Yeah, I just believe. This is really an honor to the Lord. You know, it's like Jack said, if we don't do it, the cult groups are going to do it. And this is a practical way that we can have have an opportunity to make sure that gospel goes forth. And that, didn't they do a good job this morning? It's really powerful. The Lord is so good. What a good day in the Lord today. It's amazing. It's really, really amazing. Mm. I feel the Lord's presence in here. Do y'all feel that? So good. He's still still resting on us. He's praising the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we are asking you that these this, these finances um, that are going um, with them back to China, Lord, will be multiplied over and over, Lord. Lord, that you would give them everything they need to serve you there, Lord. Lord, you would give them the finances. You would give them the team there that they need to serve, Lord. We're just asking you to raise up a generation in China, Lord, that will worship you, that will be lovers of your presence, Lord, that will be dedicated to the gospel, Lord. It will not be ashamed. Lord, uh, just more and more, just multiply. We're asking, Lord, we're standing with Jack and Hannah believing that that nation will be saved, Lord. Will be saved. 
that Lord all that go that the schools Lord will even begin that 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 Lord all the communist beliefs that are that are the children are being affected by that that will come down that will cease to be Lord that the minds of the children there will not be lost we just thank you Lord mm. so um, Larry and Cheryl if y'all come on up and Jack and Hannah and we just get people to come surround them. Come on up and please lay hands on them. We want to send them out. Larry and Cheryl have been serving faithfully in Argentina.